This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I got restless legs. The syndrome? No, not the syndrome, but um, I just feel like uh, I need to I need to get out there. I need to do jumping jacks. I need to do I need to run in place or run to a place. Calisthenics, they're called nowadays. They were called calisthenics like in the 20th century time. Nobody said that in the 21st century. They, nope. They found since the... that ball dropped Y2K. Nobody said that word before since uh... since. I remember there were uh, ads for restless leg syndrome medication, and one of the mm-hmm. side effects was like gambling and engaging in risky behavior. It's yeah. like that sounds like a horrible potential side effect just because you you got you know, uh, uh, yeah, your legs are moving around at night while you're trying to go to sleep. It's it's that a restless like a legs problem than a gambling problem. I don't know. What if you're a good gambler? No, I think it wasn't. I think it was, you know, that you wouldn't necessarily be a good gambler, that you'd be taking risky bets. You'd be going all well, in. Well, any, any gambler. Look, uh, Kenny Rogers had restless legs, and that's how, and he never knew that he was so good at gambling. <laughs> and and he, he spun it into a career. Exactly. So he, he, he hit the proverbial jackpot on that one, Tom. It's true. And he probably got some surgery to get rid of his uh, restless legs. Yeah, he ate all that chicken. I've been having a lot lately. Uh, like when I wake up, uh, like if my alarm goes off, it's like uh, somebody just woke me up going, wake up. Like I wake up in a panic every time the alarm goes off. I'm not sure why. Hmm. Wait, you wake up in a panic? Sorry, I wasn't listening to you. I tuned you out for a second. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> Tim, you are on video still. I can see when you're just not paying attention. I was trying to act like I was paying attention to you. You wake up in a panic well, every morning. Why? Because you're living job. a lie. No, I'm not living a lie. You've 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 created a tangled web of lies. No, I think I'm just like and you're uh, afraid that somebody's gonna figure you out. No, I'm on edge all the time. I think is what it is. So I'm just waking up like ah. Um, but speaking of which, Tim. I have a question for you. If it's something you'd like to get into uh, along with me, I'm thinking it's something I'm thinking about getting into a scheme. No, it's not a scheme. It's not a cult. <laughs> the first thing you need to know, Tim, is this is not a cult. The first thing you need to know is don't Google this. <laughs> it's a personal wellness program. Um, no, uh, I, I'm thinking about getting really into Korean baseball. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of us are planning on doing that. Yeah. Well, the season started this week. Yeah. They had their opening say, day. Yeah. ESPN got the rights to to televise it. Yeah. I think the big wigs down at ES, ESPN are like, never thought that this would, it would come to this. Cause well, did, uh, did they have to like outbid like Fox Sports and stuff? Like, no, yeah, apparently, like, I, I just read the headline, but I guess like talks did fall apart right before opening day. Uh, mm. and then they came back to the table. I, I imagine, and I would hope that the Korean baseball, I think it's a Korean baseball organization is their MLB. Oh, the KBO. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have to imagine that they were like, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, we just turned on ESPN over here. And it seems to us that you don't have anything to play right now. We want <laughs> double what we said earlier. Do you think they weren't aware of of the situation? The Korean baseball, <laughs> they were just like, well, they weren't keeping tabs on the MLB. No, they, Tim, they've got they got their season starting up. They they got their plates full. They're not paying attention to what's going on everywhere else. So, have you watched any of the games? I haven't watched any of the. I've watched like uh, highlights, but I haven't watched any of the games yet. Also, I think you would be into the games because they happen extremely late at night. If you're going to mm. watch them live. Oh, are they carrying them live? They're carrying them live, and then they're also replaying them like once or twice the next day. Right. Hey, why not just keep them on a loop? 
<laughs> I think because they, you know, ESPN right now has other content, Tim. They're showing uh, NBA 2K uh, video games. I watched. I watched an awesome Tetris tournament. Oh yeah, Dude. I saw that on your Instagram. It's, it's amazing, Tom. They don't even care uh, how many lines they get. They all mm-hmm. care. All they care about is points. Wow. So they're. Uh, so they're. Always perpetually just waiting for that that uh, long straight piece because uh, Tetris that'll get you that'll earn you a lot of points. Tom. Huh? Very interesting. I know that yeah. they play on uh like uh, the Nintendo version still. That's like the like canonical Tetris version that that they play in competition. You know what? And I'm happy about that because I uh, on the Switch yesterday mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch I was playing this Tetris two oh, uh, K. Oh, 99? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's Battle Royale Tetris. Yeah, I don't like it. It, it, It's uh, stressful. It it was confusing to me. Yeah. There's too many bells and whistles. And then uh, this is when I realized, like, I can't ask anyone younger than me about, like, how do, what are the rules to this new Tetris game? Because they'll be like, and I can't, I can't, uh, I was going to, I was going to uh, ping our, uh, old engineer slash producer Marika mm-hmm. uh, to be like, hey, I see that you play this game on Switch. Can you tell me what the hell's going on? <laughs> um, but I knew she would just drag me because like, I'm now at the point where it's like, oh no, my brain doesn't work that way. Younger people's brains can handle all the different things that are going on in Tetris 99, whereas I just need, now I just want the pieces to fall. Yeah. And I control my destiny. Uh, not have people attack me. There's a website you could you could probably learn more uh, about Tetris from. It's called Google.com. Yeah, you know, I'm not. Gonna... You don't necessarily have to reach out to a young person to learn things to learn new things. But why not? <laughs> That's it keeps, true. It keeps me uh, connected. Keeps me humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it keeps me humble when a when a young person drags me for being an old piece of crap. <laughs> um. So if we're going to get into the Korean baseball organization or Korean baseball, uh, Korean baseball league, it's called KBO league. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. It's the Korean baseball organization league. Okay. Uh, we're going to have to figure out what teams we're going to, we're going to root for. Okay. They, I mean, they have, uh, English names, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The teams do not have the city name in them. They have the sponsor name. Hmm. I like it. It's the Samsung lions, for example, the Kia tigers, uh, the LG twins. So it's all, you know, uh, a lot of the other brands are brands I'm not familiar with, but, uh, you know, it's all the big Korean brands. There used to yeah. be the Hyundai unicorns. Yeah, they were world champions, it says here. Yep. But uh, now they're defunct. Hyundai yeah. didn't want to uh, pay up, write a check for I the don't championship know. team. I didn't realize that there's only, what, 10 teams? Yeah. I guess it's so. good. It's manageable. Well, Do I guess it want- is like a much smaller country than the U.S. too. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I hear from. Uh, well, never mind. I was going to say that's what I hear from uh, people defending uh, the United States uh, uh, response to the coronavirus, to COVID. When yeah. it's like, well, South Korea got it under control. And they're like, yeah, well, that's a much smaller country. They only have 10 baseball teams, is what I hear. <laughs> oh, they, they specifically point to that exactly. as, a, as an illustration of how much smaller like, they are. Tim, you're a sports guy, right? I'll put this in terms you understand. <laughs> How many MLB teams are there? 26? 28. 28. Maybe 30 now? I don't know. <laughs> when, well, right now there are none. <laughs> uh, but we got here are the teams. The Doosan Bears. The, What's Doosan? I don't know. You look up the, the companies. Yeah, because I guess we should take the companies into account here. That's all I'm taking. I'm not going to know any of the players. Uh, you Dick might know some, a- you might know some of the players, Tim. They they have a lot of Mister Baseball situations going on on these teams. Nice. Do you remember the film Mister um, Baseball starring Tom Selleck? Yeah, Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that mustache anywhere. Um. So yeah, there are uh, some uh, U.S. players 
that, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think the majority of them, it is a Mr. Baseball situation of they're, you know, a little bit past their prime for the MLB, but they can make uh, a lot of money going over and playing in Korea and extend their careers a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay. So Doosan is, uh, their headquarters are in Doosan Tower, Tom. Okay. Uh, they're a conglomerate. Uh, they uh, run power plants, desalination plants, engines, construction equipment, construction, etc. Oh, they sound boring as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't root for the Con Ed Yankees. <laughs> uh, the Hanwai Eagles. The Hanwai Group is a large business conglomerate. Oh, these are all There's just all... conglomerates. <laughs> uh, Kia, we, we know wait, they make cars. What do they? What do they do though? Financial services. Oh wait, ooh, diversified holdings. This is Hanwa, mm-hmm. uh, stretching from explosives, ooh, which huh? was their original business, to <laughs> okay. retail to financial services. All right. They're, they're, I would say uh, the Hanwha Eagles are one dynamite club. The, right? Ki- the Kia Tigers, we know, I, I think Kia makes other stuff uh, besides cars over there, but we know them from cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Kiwoom Heroes, K I W O O M Heroes. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I in, like. In stark contrast to the. Uh, Las Vegas villains from the XFL, if I remember correctly. Really? I think so. Now I got to check. Kiwoom is an asset management company. That cool. seems boring. <laughs> the Vegas villains. Uh, no, I, I don't think it's XFL. I think they're still around. I don't know. But it's football. Uh, KT Wiz. What is KT? That's cool. That's well, no, it's uh, sponsored by Nobody Beats the Wiz. <laughs> a U.S. company that has long gone out of business. Went out of business, what, two decades ago, maybe? Yeah, and I think it was only regional. Tom, I'm on KT's website. I mm-hmm. can't see anything because it's all in Korean. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can see it. I just can't read it. It seems like they sell AirPods. <laughs> that, um, that's Apple. Telephones. Um, there's a lady in a weird blouse. Okay. A so, TV. So a it, vacuum cleaner that has some sort of rolly thing. Ooh, they also have. They sell iPhones. Uh, VR goggles. Oh, maybe it's yeah. like a carrier. It's probably a carrier. Okay. Uh, uh, the LG twins. Yeah, we know LG and we know the Minnesota mm-hmm. twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lati Giants. I wish they were the latte. <laughs> oh, this might be this might be uh, this might be our 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 ticket. Yeah, um, establishment latte confectionery. There, these are all conglomerates. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: uh, their their top industry is candy manufacturing. Oh, okay. And then beverages, which you're into, hotels, fast food, retail, all stuff that we love. Financial services, we don't understand it, but we can get into it. Yeah. Industrial chemicals, I'm against. It depends. Electronics, you like. IT. I mean, water is a chemical, Tim. Ooh, yeah. Construction, publishing, and entertainment. Tom, this, all right. I think these guys are the latte giants. (laughs) <laughs> strong contender nc it looks like is a video game company Ooh. so it, it i think it's nc soft it looks like they make okay. lineage city of heroes wild star guild wars soul and blade a lot of these games i've never heard of but yeah you know what they got some kudos for being a video game company that got them in the door as far as i'm concerned but they're not video games I play. Whereas a company that makes candy, oh, I can I can eat that candy. I'll try that candy. Yeah, no matter what it is. Yeah. Uh, although I would like to be a fan of a team that uh, has dinosaurs as their mascot. Yeah, and I like that they call them dinos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Samsung Lions, we know Samsung. And the SK Wyverns? The hell is a wyvern? 
A wyvern is a uh, dragon. Oh, well, that's pretty cool, too. And mm-hmm. what is uh, SK? I don't know. It's very hard to Google that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these two were two letter companies are very hard to oh, find. Oh, Tom, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. SK is uh, the third largest conglomerate in South Korea. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like we're we're latte dragon latte. What were they? Latte. Yeah. It sounds like we're living in demolition, man. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, the conglomerates I, have captured the the National Baseball League. Yeah, I can't tell if I if I really hate that or if it's like, well, at least they're just like being out there. It's like, yeah, look, this is a, a corporate thing. This is we're not going to name this after a state or a city just because they gave us a ton of money. This actually has nothing <laughs> to do with where this is physically located. Uh, and it looks well, like a lot of a lot of the teams are in Seoul, so. Um, yeah, and also like if they were in some other city in South Korea, I wouldn't know it. I barely know cities in the United States. Uh Seoul, Busan, which you know from Train to Busan, maybe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and then some other uh cities I'm not familiar with, to be honest with you. Well, I'm I'm into this. I think we should uh we should start gambling. I think we should um encourage our our listeners to also get into it and we can all gamble on the games <laughs> okay sorry i'm just uh i think i think uh, it's a good opportunity for us to to win some money take some risks make some bets all right tim this week we're talking about 80s candy from the 1980s candy, not just 80 pieces of candy. Yeah, or the 1880s, which are those uh, depressing little sticks uh, that like they sold at Penny old whistles. Yeah. Oh, old, Where we go to... Old yeah, Bethpage, yeah. Yeah, we'd go to this... Do you want uh, to explain what it is? I guess you are explaining what it is. Continue yeah, explaining what it is. Yeah, interrupt me explaining what it is to, to ask me if I want to explain. Um, it's this uh, old town that we went to on on field trips. Did it only exist for school field trips in elementary school? No, I think probably during the week. I'm sure it was not open during the week. Uh, mm. But I'm sure like a bunch of like dads dragged families, extremely bored families there on weekends. Yeah, it was this village that you could go to where they had hired actors mm-hmm. to portray life in like the 1800s. Yeah. Um, in, in, that, I, in that village, right? Yeah, maybe. Loosely, I don't know. who knows? Loosely. But uh, so there are people like with like looms, I feel like. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah, people with looms, people with churns. Yeah, they're churning things. People and, with washboards. It's boring and you'd walk up to people and they'd be like, this is how you churned. They used to churn uh you know, th- six days a week, and then went to church on Sundays. Now you can go look at the church, and it would yeah. just be this empty kind of like wooden, all wooden place. I don't know, a building, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and then <laughs> empty wooden place. I forgot the word for building. Yeah, they would take us there to show us how like butter was churned. It was like, uh, Hey, can I learn how computers work? It seems like everything's starting to move that way, and I feel like we're woefully behind. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't on think our, we're gonna uh, get a job churning butter after school. Yeah. So they would bring us there as kids. It was all horribly boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they'd be like, "Ooh, now you can go to the general store and buy candy for a nickel." Yeah. Anyway, it'd be like, "Oh, great! I can't wait to get my hands on some Reese's Pieces." Yeah, ooh, I'm a I'm a I'm a three musketeers man. Isn't that weird? In like third grade, I was all about three musketeers. I didn't know you in third grade. You sound like you were a very strange boy. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Look, three musketeers are fine when you get, you know, the odd one in a Halloween mix. But yeah. I don't think they even carry the full size ones in stores anymore. No, it's a it's a depressing candy bar. So anyway, they didn't even sell three musketeers, let alone a Snickers. Yeah. Um you, you just went in and they had these uh round jars of these uh 
sticks of candy. There was some rock candy sometimes. Yeah, they would have rock candy. Just depressing. And be like, oh, oh, this, oh, this candy. This is what you meant. The sticks of candy were like, uh, you see these in in other types of um, uh, like depressing gift shops. They were yeah. like just plastic straws sealed on both ends, like heat sealed on both ends with honey inside of it. Yeah. And sometimes some they flavored. Blueberry flavored. Yeah. It was it's like great like blueberry candy. It was not better. even like cool blue or something. <laughs> it was better than nothing, but uh, still wasn't great. They were cheap, at least. I think they were like 10 cents each. Yeah, but who cares? Yeah. Well, anyway. Tim is very, uh, very price sensitive as a child when you're, you know, only given not uh, on a field trip. When when I was on uh, field true. trip money, I would get I would get five to ten dollars to, to to carry to blow around on astronaut trip. ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> to this day, I still think astronaut ice cream tastes good. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I looked it up recently because I was, uh, you know, interested in buying some. And uh, I was uh, dismayed to see that the price on astronaut ice cream has not fallen. It is still uh, uh, high as it has been historically. I thought by now it's like, all right, there have to be some competitors that have come into the field here that are selling, you know, uh, like a box of astronaut ice cream, not just, you know, one little pack at a museum gift shop, but no. I mean, maybe we can do that. The The Brooklyn Museum at their gift shop, I mean, they're closed right now, like everything, but their gift shop, they have astronaut ice cream. And I remember thinking like, Can't bl- boy, if I could go back in time and tell 10-year-old Tom that he lives within walking distance of a place that sells astronaut ice cream, he wouldn't believe it. What I'm hearing you say is that there's a lot of unprotected <laughs> astronaut ice cream Within walking distance of your home. Yeah. Just for the taking. If you could gain access to the Brooklyn Museum, you'd be uh, a rich man. And guess what? That astronaut ice cream doesn't go bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it does eventually. Breaking into a museum and uh, (laughs) stealing the (laughs) astronaut ice cream to get (laughs) rich. the priceless works of art that are in there. (laughs) And historical items. There's like, you know, a bunch of ancient Egyptian things. I bet well, it's easier to flip be worried the about astronaut. the mummies. Yeah. The mummies. I'm Maybe worried just... when I go there normally about the mummies coming to life. They Maybe when they were shutting down, um, they're like, we're not sure when we'll be back. Um, so let's pull all the mummies and stuff near the doors. <laughs> so to scare people away. <laughs> if, if you're trying to break in under the cover of night and then you see the mummies right there, you're like, ooh. I thought you were going to say before they left, they were like, you know, hey, this might be crazy, but let's throw some cinder blocks on top of the tombs here just in case. <laughs> we don't want things to get any worse out there. <laughs> I like the idea that the, that the museum staff is afraid. Of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should know better than anyone. I bet if you talk to that museum staff, like the not the boring ones, maybe the cool museum staff. Like the security guards, they'll probably tell you like, oh, yeah, there's weird stuff that goes on at night. Sometimes the mummies walk around. <laughs> Sometimes the mummies walk around. I guarantee you the mummies never walk I'm, around. I guarantee you there are very long hallways there that you could find a security guard who's seen a mummy like at the end of a hallway and not been sure. <laughs> anyway, I don't think everybody's as afraid of mummies as you are. Tom. Well, everybody's stupid then because you should be afraid of mummies. Astronaut ice cream is good because uh, for boys like me with sensitive teeth, you can bite right into it. <laughs> it's not ice cream by any means. Uh, I mean, it is. It's just been... It's f- not ice. Freeze-dried. Yeah, but not when it's frozen. That's no. a lie. They lied to you. They didn't They didn't freeze it and then freeze-dry it. Uh, well, well, we'll have to agree to disagree, Tim. <laughs> But this week, we're talking about a different kind of treat. Candy. Candy. 80s candy. Yeah. I already said that. that, Like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Well, and then you started talking about mummies. So now I have to bring it back to 80s candy. Uh, I recently, as you know, it was recently my birthday. Uh, uh, Please don't send any gifts to our P.O. box because I can't get in there to 
retrieve them. The P.O. box is in Manhattan. So please, any gifts you are planning on sending me, uh, you know, just wait a little while. Just give your home address. No, I'd rather not do that. I'll put it in the show notes. Please don't. Um, uh, But uh, I received from my brother and sister-in-law a lovely gift, which was a box of 80s candy, which was not a thing that I knew existed. Uh, but it is a thing that existed, and it was. Um, so uh, your brother had the foresight to save candy. <laughs> no, for Tim. It was over pa- thirty years. It was packaged up from a town called Woodstock, New York, which you might know from Woodstock '99. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm more into uh, the Summer of Love, Tom. Jimi Hendrix playing that. National Jimi anthem. Hendrix didn't play at Woodstock '97. He was long dead by then. 97 there was no woodstock 97 there wasn't a woodstock 97 there's woodstock 94 man maybe i was uh so blitzed out on drugs at woodstock 99 that i thought it was 1997 yeah that's probably what happened you were so (laughs) blitzed out on drugs um but yeah apparently the the people that uh you know couldn't get enough of woodstock they stayed up there and now they package up old candy and send it to people and i'm one of those people um and a, a lot of this candy i'll tell you it's not old candy uh it is newly manufactured candy but candy that either originated or reach the heights of fame during the 1990s. Okay. The 1980s. In 1980s. I'm sorry. Uh, I have a list of some of these things that were in here in the box. Some were not. Some I drew upon my own memory to put in here. Wow. Uh, and I, I didn't eat a lot of candy in the 1980s, Tom. Yeah, you did. You'll realize you did once we start talking about it. Mm, I don't know. I, I I only eat candy at very specific times. Five o'clock. Yeah, you know, quitting time. <laughs> quitting time. Time to eat a Three Musketeers. <laughs> um, yeah, I was a weird kid. Now this candy box, right as soon as I opened it, it had a, bo- a bag of uh, Swedish fish, which I do not associate with the eighties. I think Swedish fish are more popular than ever. But I wasn't going to argue because I love Swedish fish, so I ate them. You didn't argue with the box. (laughs) No. Well, I did, but not at the moment. Not then. Did you write a, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to Jimi Hendrix, his friend's Limp Biscuit. To uh, Woodstock, New York, care of Jimi Hendrix. Uh, But all right. So a candy that I did have in there that I don't think I have had since the 80s is Razzles. You remember Razzles? Yeah, and Razzles were complete garbage. So Razzles were a candy that turned into a gum. So it was like a powdery candy. What would what would you say it was like like a sweet tart? It was like a sweet tart. Yeah, and uh, sweet tart was just like a candy that was like a little too hard to bite into. Right, a little uh, not like a, a hard sour. candy. Right, it was like when you would bite it, it would turn into powder, kind of. Yeah, it was like chalky in a way. Yeah. But this, you keep chewing it, and guess what? Joke's on you. It turns into very bad gum. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't like the... And I feel like this was the first one, the first thing that was like, hey, you think it's just chewy candy, but it's actually gum. Isn't that a a great value add? It's like, (laughs) no. Like, they came out with Skittles gum a few years ago, Tom. It's just like, I just want to swallow gum. the Skittles. Yeah, I don't want to. I want to. I want to eat. I don't want to. I don't want to just chew. Gum is just garbage in in general. Gum no, should be banned gums. Gums not bad. Bad, but uh, but I think any of these candies that turn into gum, it winds up not being a good a good gum or a good candy. Yeah, keep them separated. That's what I say. Candy. I want to swallow it. I want to <laughs> eat it. Uh, the next it's one disgusting. that. That was in there that I've not sampled yet. Um, and again, I have not had since the 80s pop rocks. Mm, I was never really like 
allowed to have pop rocks. I would get it once in a while down at like little league games and stuff. Uh-huh. Your parents were afraid you would explode like a seagull if you ate it. Yeah, they they uh they were they kept telling me about uh Mikey from the life commercials, how he died doing that. Uh-huh. No, it was he died eating pop rocks and drinking Diet Coke or something, right? Yeah, pop rocks and soda. Yeah. Um but it's just a, a thing. Yeah, it's in like a little packet. It looks like the packets that they sell um uh like K2 and spice. Like the uh, synthetic marijuana that will drive you insane. Uh, It's like that kind of a packet, the same style packet. Uh, But you just put it on your tongue and it fizzles. I have actually, you know what? I haven't had that in a while, but I do when they have it in stock at my supermarket. I get, um, they have a, uh, I forget what it's called, like a birthday party celebration ice cream that has Pop Rocks in it. It's probably, it's too distracting. So <laughs> I remember when I was buying it, uh, the woman at the grocery store said something like, oh, this is for kids. And I was like, well, I think anybody can eat it. <laughs> it seemed like something <laughs> too sugary for a grown man to be buying. I think the 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 person at the grocery store was trying to shame you. Yeah, I think oh. she knew that you have no children. The, the people at the grocery store are always trying to shame me, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true a lot of times i was hoping that you were going to go into a ra- into a rant about how much you dislike grocery store workers <laughs> all essential workers and, and, have to, and have to walk it back no i appreciate the fact that the grocery store workers at my grocery store like uh they won't always comment on what you're buying like it's not like a, a trader joe's situation where they have to be like oh i love these uh but they will comment a lot of times it'll be there's something new at the store and of course i'm a sucker for anything new so i buy something new and it's usually like something they got in that day or whatever uh and that's always an awkward situation because then the grocery store employee will start asking me questions about it i'm like oh i don't i'm buying it i haven't eaten it i don't know Mm -hmm. yet and they're asking you to open it up and share it with them and, and share a meal together tom I don't think so, especially not in these times. Uh, the next one that was in there was nerds. You remember nerds? Yeah, I always hated nerds. You hated? I, think I didn't. <sighs> yeah. What was the point? They were too hard. They f- it really felt like um, your teeth were rotting away when when you bit into nerds. Yeah, and they're too small. There's too many of them. Just I... get, why don't you consolidate all those little nerds into one? <laughs> mega nerd they they make those big nerds okay well then that's what i want (laughs) um i remember uh uh it seems like the 80s 80s candy was mostly just like different ways to package up sugar i mean that's all candy yeah i know that's all candy but like the candy that was popular in the eighties, like I don't remember being real into any candy when I was a kid that was chocolate based. Hmm. I was into three musketeers. Don't <laughs> you were into three musketeers, but that makes you weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I just don't recall eating much candy when I was a kid. There were lemon heads. Are you going to say lemon heads? Yeah, I have lemon heads. I also have uh, Boston baked beans right next to them. Yeah, those those little boxes that they sold at the at the at the swimming pool. Yeah, I was gonna say they're th- these are like the 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 concession stand staples. Yeah, and those were bad. I never liked them. I always just thought they were gutter candy. You're you're so freaking uh, up in your ivory tower, looking down on everybody else's candy that they enjoy. Yeah, enjoying a nice literary uh, candy bar, The Three Musketeers from Literature. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. 
And along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, no, I, I could, tried some of I this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this f- Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash guide. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, well now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to fram.com, that's f r a m.com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. All right, Tom, now name some more candy. <laughs> All right, We're just going to is... do this for the next 25 minutes. <laughs> this is a 90s. I associate this more with being a 90s candy. Okay. Hey, only 90s kids will know this candy. Uh, warheads. Do you remember Atomic Warheads? Yeah, because it wasn't just a candy. It was a freaking challenge. It yeah. was a test of your manliness. Yeah, these were incredibly sour. They had incredibly sour, but then they also had like incredibly hot, like cinnamon flavored, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, can you handle it? Yeah. Can you put this candy in your mouth on the playground mm-hmm. and not spit it out or not make a face? Otherwise, the cool kids will be like, oh, look, it's getting to them. Let's beat the hell out of them. I didn't like, uh, I mean, the one kind of, the solace I take, the people that made me feel uh, bad about, you know, thinking a candy was too sour and not pleasurable to eat, um, all of them got pretty messed up later in life. They don't have good lives now. Addicted to warheads? I mean, that was that was the first, that was the gateway to a bunch of other stuff, so... I mean, that yeah. that makes sense, actually. Like, I would see Warheads as being a gateway drug. I mean, they sold them. I remember they sold them predominantly at the smoke shop without also apparently sold drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so They sold cigarettes to kids, too. <laughs> they sold cigarettes to anybody that asked. Anybody that was interested in cigarettes, guess what? We'll sell them to you. Mm-hmm. We have a very, Babies. A very old man. That was the, the place that... Uh, I've told the story that my babysitter asked me to go down there and buy her cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And they I had can't... a street fighter game in there also. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a bootleg. Looking back, I think it was also a bootleg street fighter game. Hmm. To be honest with you, knowing what I know now about arcade cabinets. Uh, one of the worst candies. <laughs> Not in- only did that. Well, never mind. <laughs> what? I was about to make a an audacious claim about uh, this this uh, this uh, deli smoke shop. Go for it. They're out of business. I don't think. No, they were not a deli. They did not serve anything deli like. They just had like, they had quarter drinks. Yeah, they had those right? uh, barrel drinks, the sugar barrels. Yeah. They were so sugary that they burned your throat when you drank them. <laughs> yeah, but they were only a quarter. Even as a kid, I was like. There's too much sugar in this. Yeah. 
They were they were the only place the the first and only place that I remember that had Jolt Cola. Yeah, did I tell you about uh, when I was in seventh grade? I would drink a Jolt Cola on the. I'd stop at the smoke shop, mm-hmm. buy a Jolt Cola, and, and drink it on my on my walk home. And for like, I think a full year or like six months, I just slept for like, I don't know. Two hours a night, I would go to bed and I just couldn't fall asleep. And I never put two and two together. I thought, I thought the the jolt, like I didn't, I didn't realize that. Uh, oh, caffeine would make you stay up. So uh, see, and you always, you always call me a scumbag when I was a teenager. I didn't. I stayed away from Jolt Cola. It's too much. I knew, and only yeah, scumbags drink. Sega Genesis, only TurboGrafx no, sixteen. Look. I was playing Sega Genesis in the comfort of my own home where nobody could see me. You're walking around town uh, slinging a Joke Cola. Everybody's looking at you like, wow, what a scumbag. I didn't think it was a big deal. And then my mom saw me like she like drove by while I was walking home with my friends. We were all drinking Jolt Cola. She's <laughs> like, I got home and she's like, you can't, you can't be drinking that. That's yeah. why you don't sleep. I didn't so, raise yeah. my son to be a scumbag. Hmm. Hanging out at the smoke shop where they sell kids cigarettes. I mean, those are some of the finest. Literally across the street from the school was the Mm -hmm. one place that sold cigarettes to anybody that came in and asked. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they wouldn't even make uh, certain people pay if they would show them certain body parts. Is that true? Mm Mm-hmm. And these these are the miners also that are that are uh, that are getting the cigarettes. That was the audacious claim I was going to make. Oh well, you can only get charged once in court, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can only get charged for selling cigarettes to a miner, not propositioning a miner. <laughs> I know they also did Tom make egg sandwiches because I I remember. Uh, you know, scumbags would come to school with yeah. those egg sandwiches Ugh. and they'd open them up and the sandwiches smelled like cigarettes. Yeah, because the guy would smoke cigarettes in the store. Yeah. Which, like, I guess back then you could do, but, like, I don't know, reputable businesses were like, well, we don't want our food smell tasting like cigarettes, so <laughs> we're not going to allow our employees to smoke inside these very small stores. Well, that's the smoke shop, everybody. <laughs> um, one of the worst candies that came in this box, if I'm being honest, are Nick and Nips. I do not know what those are. I don't know if they were always called this, but they're just little wax bottles full of like sugar water. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. And I don't know why they were like ever around. Nobody ever really liked them. You could like no. chew on the wax, but then it was like, well, I'm just chewing on wax. It's not gum. Yeah, no, I remember liking those. Oh, you're I thought they were <laughs> I only remember I I probably got my hands on them when I was like 5 or 6. Um and I just remember thinking it was weird, yeah. you know, that that there was wax and they drink the little juice in them. Uh-huh. Um it says here, Tom, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, afterward, the wax can be chewed like gum, which is really, th- this must be some Depression-era shit. Yeah, it's technically true, but it is not anything that A lot of things can be chewed like gum. <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't mean you should. Yeah, you could, you could just pick up, you know, grass and chew that like gum, but it's grass. You know who uh, who is responsible for this? Who? Tootsie Roll Industries. That makes sense. Tootsie Rolls suck, too. Uh, Tootsie Rolls are better than many of the candies that you've already... No, no. They're not as sweet as these candies. That's what's nice, man. They got a nice, smooth flavor. Uh, What about Airheads? Did you ever eat Airheads? Yeah, I liked Airheads. Really? I was never into Airheads. I didn't like it. Um, that and its lesser counterpart, uh, Tangy Taffy. Oh, I am not familiar with Tangy Taffy. Now, Airheads is a taffy. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like it's sour. Mm-hmm. Or Airheads are good, Tom. <laughs> that was another one at the at the pool they would sell in the summers. Yeah, yeah. 
I and they were long and straight, and you can put them in your mouth and pretend that your tongue was really long and like blue colored. Oh, I do remember that, and that was fun. You're right. Um, taffy to me. Speaking of like depressing candy that they only sell in gift shops, Tom. If they if they had marketed this as tang as as taffy, I'd be out. I'd be no way, no yeah. way would I be. This is different because it's like cheap taffy. It wasn't very chewy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was I, gone I pretty to, quick. Like it dissolved yeah. pretty quick. Yeah, it was pretty much just sugar. It was. It was. It was delicious, Tom. I still think they're delicious. I don't. I don't remember the context, but I've had them in the last couple of years. I just know. I remember being a kid and like you know getting dragged on vacations uh, to boring places and going into shops, and it's like, oh, you'll like this. It's an old fashioned candy shop. And then like getting taffy and being like, cool, all right, well, at least I got some some candy, this saltwater taffy. And then eating being oh, like, this no. this taffy, this candy sucks. I hate it. Just going like this for an hour. Uh, another candy that, you know what? I'll say this candy is better than taffy because it was cheap and it lasted a long time. Now and laters. No, too hard. They were kind of like they would, very. You tried to bite them; they would stick to your to- teeth to the point where you had to like put your finger in your <laughs> mouth and dislodge it. Well, don't don't chew on them. They weren't meant for <laughs> chewing; they were meant for sucking. Well, that's that's not what I want to do all day. While but they were, I think they were now and later, like ten cents, twenty five cents, and it came with five. Yeah, but they're just. Because they're a good value doesn't mean that they're good. But I'm just saying they're good value. Sometimes when you're a kid, you only had like a quarter in your pocket and you had to find a way to stretch that, make it last. Now, what I would do is save up for a few days. Oh, get the ha- save up for a few days. Where were you getting yeah. money for, for? Were you investing this quarter <laughs> waiting for it to turn into 50 cents? <laughs> I had my ways. Oh, I don't like that. Um Turn five quarters into three musketeers. <laughs> um, all right. I want to. I want to separate this next uh, group of candy, Tim. Two different groups: bubblegum and lollipops. <laughs> I don't like any of them. <sighs> uh, bubblegum. Let me. Oh no! There's one more I want to talk about first. Uh, runts. What do you think about runts? Too hard. You get your teeth. <laughs> Check. No, it's it's not that it, it it was just not pleasurable. I'd rather if I'm eating something that size, I, I'd want to eat jelly beans. Here, <sighs> jelly beans will pull your fillings out. You gotta stick with the runts. Don't have any fillings. You gotta get some uh some fresh runts. That's the problem. Yeah, I didn't like the one that was shaped like a banana either. That was the best one. It tasted like banana. You know what? It was so hard to find banana-flavored things back then, and and to this day, to be honest with you. All right. Uh, uh, What did I say? Bubblegum? Yeah, bubblegum and lollipops. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stop commenting on any of these, because you're... you're you get don't forget i can see you you get annoyed whenever i say anything i think you just want to do a soliloquy about all your no i want to hear look tim i want to have a debate i want to have an intellectual debate you just call me an asshole and and tell me that i gotta get new teeth (laughs) uh hubba bubba you remember hubba bubba yeah i remember hubba bubba so this was I wasn't a, allowed to. I was only allowed to choose sugarless gum. Ugh, like Trident. Yeah. Um, hubba, That's why I'm not a, a big gum guy. Yeah, Hubba Bubba was a very delicious sugary gum, and the flavor would last maybe three chews. But yeah, it is a good gum to blow bubbles with. Mm-hmm. Because it's big. Yeah, well, it's big and it's very soft. It's a very soft mm-hmm. gum. Uh, why do you need soft gum? Why don't you get better teeth? You need soft gum to blow bubbles, Tim. Fair enough. I uh, withdraw my, my question. <laughs> uh, along those lines, bubble tape, which was, this was an ingenious idea 
because kids kids got this right away, got the benefits where it was instead of sticks of gum, a roll of gum, a la six freaking feet long. Yeah, a la uh, like a um, uh, tape measure, mm-hmm. perhaps a measuring tape. And you could dole out a little bit. You could dole out a lot of it. It's up to you. No longer are you confined to the size that uh, the candy industry deems is a piece of gum. You can make a piece any size you'd like, up to six feet. And this was always fun you know when you're- some people call it a slice of gum? Yeah, I've heard that. I don't like it. <laughs> it might make I like sense. It. I mean, it might be a, a, technically a slice, but I'd prefer not. It's a piece. All right. Uh, Seems like fun to me. But along those lines, another gum that allowed you to choose how much you would like did not put any pressure on a size for you was uh, Big League Chew. Now that is some gum I can get behind. It's like chewing tobacco for kids. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It came in a pouch. It had cartoon uh, baseball players on it. And everybody knew baseball players chewed chewing tobacco. And this was a chewing tobacco for children. It was shredded gum. Yeah, it was really cool, too. Um, I would get that at the at the baseball fields. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, Sometimes I would chew tobacco, but most of the time I'd chew big league. <laughs> chew. Have you ever chewed tobacco, Tom? Have you ever had chewing tobacco? No, I never have. Me neither. Um in high school, some of our friends got into it oh, briefly, yeah. and I just remember uh, I went to see a movie uh, with, with with some of them. It was probably like Scream or Scream Two. Uh huh. Um, but we had to leave the theater because somebody swallowed the juice from the <laughs> chewing tobacco and had to go throw up in the parking lot. Oh. And he was the one who drove us. Yeah, I remember people, yeah, in high school, there was like a, yeah, a, a bunch of people that got really into chewing tobacco and they would have to like always have with them a, uh, like an empty water, disposable water mm. bottle that they would spit into like a spittoon, a modern yeah. day spittoon. Uh, and it was just disgusting because it was look they the in the old west they made they didn't make spittoons clear because nobody wanted to see what that all looked like uh but in a clear bottle you would see what it looked like all the time it was just i don't know extremely gross yeah bad news well yeah and i mean of course like extremely bad for you too but uh I don't know. Beyond that, I I get when you're like a teenager, and and to to be fair, I doubt many of the people that we knew that chewed chewing tobacco back then. Or was that technically chewing tobacco, or was it something different? Because it was like dip. They would put it in between their gum and their lip. They wouldn't yeah, chew on it. No, but that's all that is, right? Isn't that what they call chewing tobacco? Yeah, I guess right. Because, like, actually, I guess you could actually chew it if you wanted to, if you want to get the nicotine out quicker. Um, do yeah. you know that snooze? I do. Snooze is the same thing, but it's, like, in a bag. Yeah. And there's some, I know some people that uh, that you wouldn't expect uh, are, are snooze fiends. Snooze heads? Yeah. Real uh, snoozers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. News buckets. Uh, yeah, the, the chewing tobacco thing. I uh, What I was going to say is I get when you're a teenager and most of these people probably don't do it anymore. It's like, ah, I'm invincible, whatever. Uh, so you're not concerned about the health risks. But like, it was just so fucking gross. It was the grossest yeah, like, thing. Look how cool it is. Oh, I'm uh, I'm carrying around this, this bottle of brown liquid yeah, that I'm it- spitting. Every Every few seconds, I have to spit out brown liquid into a bottle that I carry around. Isn't this cool? And when I spit it out, a lot of times, like some of it dribbles down my chin and it looks like diarrhea. Um, I mean, there were a couple times in like that, like senior year of of high school, Mm -hmm. um, we would go out, uh, drive our car to 
uh, a fast food place, enjoy a fast food meal, mm-hmm. and then stop at the docks, and somebody uh, would have cigars, <laughs> and we'd smoke cigars, and then I had like what? two or three. I don't times. remember this ever happening. I mean, you were already in college, Tom. Oh, I see. Uh, and uh, and we drink, we we smoke cigars and hated it. Like it only happened a couple times because went back. Like we had bellies full of Burger King, and then we were drinking. We were we were smoking cigars wrong. We were just like inhaling. Yeah, and and uh, so we'd just go back, uh, you know, nauseous and lightheaded, and have to go to school for another three hours. It sucked. <laughs> Yeah, I remember for like a little while when I was younger, I was never like into smoking cigars, but I was like, yeah, there are cigars around, like I'll smoke a cigar. And then one yeah. and then one day I was just like, what? This is I hate this because like they were never good cigars. It, yeah. And even smoking a good cigar is like the least satisfying thing. Yeah. Just people going. Anna, you look pretty cool doing it, though. Yeah. And he can use one of those cigar cutters to cut off somebody's fingers if they owe you money. That's true. Uh, I have a uh, one more bubble gum and then a, a beautiful transition that you're not going to believe. Uh, Is it into lollipops? <laughs> yes. Fruit you stri- mentioned it earlier. Fruit stripes gum. You're I feel re- like that was fruit stripe gum came, uh, I think, when it came out when we were too old to be. Um, Chewing fruit stripes. Gum. No, that was they around for a while. I remember yeah. fruit stripes when I was very young. Because hmm. fruit stripe would be next to the the juicy fruit and the wintergreen gum, uh, hmm. which are both good gums that you can find to this day. Fruit stripe gum was like a kid version of that, like twenty five cent gum that came in sticks uh, that tasted delicious again for three chews maybe and Mm -hmm. then was just completely flavorless and you would want to spit it out. Now if I'm not mistaken I believe that's the gum of choice for Kevin McAllister in Home Alone 2. I think you're right the the mascot. He tries to tip tip Rob Schneider with it. Yeah the mascot was a zebra and the gum itself was multicolored stripes it looked pretty cool to this day, I will say it's a pretty cool looking gum. Here's my beautiful transition, Tim, between gum and lollipops. I know exactly. <laughs> Blow pops. Here. Yeah, there you go. The one that is both, it is a lollipop on the outside and bubble gum on the inside. Now, this uh, box that I received came with something called, I think it was like a mega blow pop. I could mm-hmm. barely get this thing in my goddamn mouth. It was so big. Mm. Uh, the gum wasn't any bigger, but the the lollipop part was bigger. So I feel like maybe they had gotten some complaints that the lollipop's done a little too quickly. Yeah, I guess. I don't like a lollipop. I don't like anything that you have to work on for a while. You don't have to work on it. You're enjoying it. You're enjoying I'm the I'm not ride. enjoying it. I'm just waiting for it to be done. Uh, did you ever like, this is also in the box. I've not, uh, partaken of it yet. Uh, ring pops. Hmm. Now this was, a no, the spit would, would get on the thing and then roll down into, if it's a plastic ring, ring, mm-hmm. that, that like a finger a ring. lollipop attached to it. Yes. That looked that like a looked giant like a very, diamond, a very fancy diamond ring. But uh, my problem with well, it actually, was... actually, to be fair, not necessarily a diamond. Maybe more like a ruby. Okay. They yeah. were often red in color. You would you would get your spit all over it. Yeah. And then the spit would uh, run down and get on your hand. Yeah, there was like a guard on it, but the guard was not sufficient to keep... No. Uh, I feel like the guard... And maybe, you know, this is a new ring pop. Maybe they've uh, tweaked the design. Feel like it needed like a little lip on it to keep the spit inside. Yeah, exactly. But then you're carrying around some spit in 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 like this little shallow cup. Well, on but your, here's on the here's the beauty of the ring pop, Tim. You're not carrying it around. It's attached to you. No extra work. Y- you know, if if you have if if uh, you're maybe somebody that works with your hands for a living, this is a lollipop for you. Because you don't have to worry about uh, if you're like a linesman or something, 
you need to have a both linesman. A linesman. You know, like you in go the up, NFL. No, you go up on you. You climb the the telephone poles to work on the lines. Oh, okay, yeah. You yeah. need both hands free. So if yeah, you're but, a big lollipop fan, well, no go. Enter ring the, pop. What if the pop gets caught on the wires? Uh, I don't think and it would it's get, all wet, so you get uh, electrocuted. I don't think it would get caught on the wires. I, and look, it's facing outwards. It's not facing inward. Yeah, I, uh, I still think it's too dangerous. <laughs> um, there was also another thing, and and I think there is one of these in here too. A uh, push pop. Do you remember push pops? I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this was another one where it's a pretty good idea, but unfortunately failed in the execution. Where it kind of looks like a uh, like a lipstick. Mm-hmm. Where you would uh, push a pop up, uh, a lollipop uh, that was uh, like a cylinder. You could lick it, and then you could put push the pop back down, put the cover on it, save that lollipop for later. Solves one of the biggest problems with lollipops. Once you start a lollipop, you got to finish it. And maybe you don't always want to do that. But again, you got the saliva problem. Cause that's that. Yeah. That, that's a huge problem. Yeah. Cause once you push that pop back down, that pop is no longer dry. That pop is now very wet with your saliva. And this is not an airtight container. Saliva is going to come out of this thing one way or another. And that saliva is going to be sticky because it's mixed in with sugar. Can I, uh, can I interject here? Yeah. I have I've one. Do you remember the jawbreaker that was really big? Yes. Um, that was popular when I was in fifth grade. Okay. Um, it hit the hit the streets. <laughs> um and it was like the size of like maybe like a some, billiard ball. Yeah, yeah. Um and so it was big and it was white and it was like speckled. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it looked like so it had like a like a Jackson Pollock on it, like a splatter paint. So, um, uh, some girl came in to fifth grade with it, mm-hmm. and she was like licking it all day. And then by the end of the day, all the cool kids were were passing it around, and licking oh. and working on this on this jawbreaker amongst them. And I was like, "That's so cool! These the like the cool click. They don't even care. This is like." almost like kissing each other and <laughs> that's 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 unfathomable to me at like eight years old right uh-huh wait and fifth then, grade uh, you weren't eight in fifth grade i think so no because nine ten yeah ten ten turning eleven because i think sixth grade you're eleven turning twelve okay oh yeah that's right okay so anyway Stop they're trying to pass off that you're some kind of boy genius what? Oh yeah. Um, I was I was a regular young Sheldon dumb. <laughs> um, but because it was speckled, someone licked it so ferociously that they cut their tongue on it. So then their blood was on the was on the the jawbreaker. Yeah. But then they kept passing it around. Oh, um, this no. bloodied jawbreaker, and everybody just like over the course of I think it was like a week. I don't know why the teachers didn't. Step in and stop this madness. Yeah, but they were all just licking this. This for I, I, I it went on for days because it was it was a very big jawbreaker. Well, how I the, hated it. Wait, how much? But somebody would have, have had to have licked the blood off at some point, right? Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't bloody the whole time. No, but for like they they kept it going. So every time it came back to that one person. Oh, they still have like a bloody tongue? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. I hate this story. Yeah. yeah. I regret doing this episode now. Well, that's what that's what it took to be a cool kid. Yeah, some some kind of a blood blood pact. I feel yeah. like that was like right when like uh 
you know, this is going to age us, but that was like when the AIDS epidemic was, you know, like becoming mm-hmm. like a really big thing in popular culture. And they were like telling us about it in school and everybody mm-hmm. was just like very afraid of blood all the time. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy to think not, that not, those, the, not the cool kids. Yeah, not the cool kids, I guess. I do vaguely remember, though, cool kids being real into jawbreakers. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah, they couldn't get a, enough. A dangerous candy, Tim. It was there right in the name. Break your jaw trying to chomp on this thing. They're pretty good, though. I kind of like uh, jawbreakers nowadays. I haven't had one in probably a decade, but too hard. I don't want anything that's that's. If something's too hard, you got to suck on it. That's all it comes down to. All right. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me at your pal Tim. Uh, and if you want to support the show, uh, check out patreon.com slash Complete Guide for our second uh, podcast called Books the Podcast. We're reading Around the World in 80 Days. I'm reading it. Tim's listening to me. We're almost mm-hmm. done with it. Uh, you can get that and all the back episodes of Books the Podcast. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide. Anything you'd like to plug, Tim? Um, say nice things on the Reddit. Oh, yeah. Reddit.com slash R slash TCGTE. People, what? Go ahead. No, no. People, what? You're going to speak ill of our fans? No. People have been asking us to do like a live thing because everybody's in quarantine right now. Maybe we'll call a Korean baseball game live. I'm into it. All right. In the middle of the night. <laughs> in the middle of the We'll both have to get up at like 4.30 in the morning. I'm into it. Yeah. I'll be up. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know if you're in other countries. Let us know if you can uh, watch Korean baseball games. I mean, if you're in Korea, yeah, you can. We get it. Uh, but yeah, if you're in... Yeah, don't rub it in that you're in Korea. <laughs> if you're in other countries and they're also... I mean, I guess... I don't know. It's a weird thing with like sports like that. Like uh, countries where baseball isn't big that also aren't Korea. I feel like it's either, oh, yeah, they put those on TV because, you know, somebody bought the rights for $10. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or if it's like, oh, no, the only way you can watch that is by getting like this $200 a month satellite package. Yeah. You go either way. Well, either way, people can tune into our live calling of the game will be i mean it'll be less about the game and more about us uh talking trash about our favorite uh or the other person's favorite conglomerate <laughs> yes like ooh, i don't know i bought a refrigerator from kc <laughs> and uh kt and boy uh the warranty was not great let me tell you that much they're really into bat flips you know that there yeah that's cool. Yeah. They, I don't know anything about Korean they baseball. They all have like signature bat flips. Nice. Like uh, Fortnite dances, are they all trademarked? No, I mean, they're not very uh, like imaginative. <laughs> like, it's not like there's a dance or something. It's just like players flip their bats in different ways when they uh, hit hit like a home run. It's cool. But look, hey, even if you can't watch the game, we'll call it like it's on the radio, maybe. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. <sighs> okay, great. I'm going to do a lot of research, Tom. Yeah. I'm going to be the most knowledgeable guy. Fo- follow us on Twitter and check out the Reddit and stuff, and we'll we'll post about it when, when we figure out yeah. which game we're going to call. All right. Until then. Keep chomping on the Three Musketeers bars and brush your teeth. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.